You're listening to the Bear in Mind podcast, episode number 42. A podcast uncovering identity, color, and love. Where driving yourself crazy is totally sane and curable. Now your host, T. Bias. Are you a sensitive person? I am. And in the past, I was really, really sensitive to everything in my environment, to the nonverbals people would you know, say like a little smirk or a little, like a a lift of the corner of the mouth, like a little contempt and I would see it or anything anyone would say to me about me. I would take everything very personally. So I was highly sensitive to, to little things and even people making fun of me. And it used to drive me crazy. In fact, It didn't actually drive me crazy. I was driving myself crazy. So, yeah, I was definitely a person that took everything anyone said or did or anything like that very personally. And today I'm a lot better at not taking things personally as I'm figuring out things along the way. And I continue to take things less personally and... And I drive myself less crazy from it. And I have a lot less brain noise around what other people say to me. And I'm currently in a class, a classroom setting. I haven't been a student in a while. And so this is kind of a different kind of class. You constantly get feedback. In fact, you get direct feedback from your instructor in front of your classmates. And it really took me like I was getting so much feedback all at once and I could fall into that trap of taking things so personally and I realized that I had made progress in not taking things personally so I'm going to share with you some of the things that I think that I've done along the way even though when I was in the middle of it I had no idea I was actually actually making the steps to take things less personally But I'm going to share with you kind of that journey of not becoming this kind of sensitive person in the sense that you kind of think that everything is centered around you or or it reflects back to you. So if you're in a situation where you get a lot of feedback, and this could be in a formal setting, just like I said in my classroom, you know, I'm in a class, get tons of feedback. Or it could even be the comments on your social media accounts and hearing other people's opinions. And it seems like we're more kind of in that environment in the digital age when people, you know, say stuff to you all the time and they're kind of from a distance. So they're not face to face. So there's a little more of that. There's that term keyboard courage and how kind of not to take it personally is a bit of a a challenge because now we're kind of inundated with other people's opinions that come at us. And there are lots of tips and tricks you can do to, you know, first of all, not reading them if if you're inundated with a lot of social media comments. And here I'm going to talk about if you're not so inundated, but you still tend to receive quite a bit of feedback. One is when you hear it, let yourself kind of become aware of what you're thinking about it. Even if you don't want to take it personally, noticing all of the thoughts that you have about it. Like even, you know, I used to have thoughts like I'm a terrible person. This must mean I'm a terrible person. Those thoughts would be so automatic. And it was actually, I didn't even see them until it actually felt 
shame or humiliation or something like that. And then as I just kind of allowed myself to feel it, especially the shame about it, and that I had a lot of help from reading Brene Brown books, so <laughs> shame. I definitely learned a lot about that and allowing it to be there. And then once you kind of allow it, if you find yourself in kind of this emotional overload, is once you allow that emotion to be there and don't try to resist it, is that a lot of those thoughts be- become, a, you become conscious of it, you become aware of it, because a lot of times you're not going to be necessarily aware of how you're taking things personally because you're so over flooded with emotion. And so that's the first thing that I, I needed to do was learn how to feel because we're never taught how to feel. And especially since shame can almost feel like you're, like for me, it feels like I almost can't breathe. And once I was able to allow it, kind of get this choking sensation in my throat when I allow it, and then it passes through me. And then from there, the way I think about the situation becomes a lot clearer to separate out what I am thinking about the situation as opposed to what's actually happening in the situation, what's actually being said to me. And as you keep doing this, as you keep practicing allowing that emotion and as your thoughts come up, you'll be able to no doubt see patterns. And the reason why is the brain loves patterns and the brain loves familiarity because its whole purpose is to run things efficiently. If it was inefficient, we wouldn't be able to do all the things that we can do as human beings. So it'll keep offering you the same thoughts over and over again whenever you get feedback. Even even if it's positive feedback, it's not necessarily someone says something to you that you think is negative. It could be compliments. I know that I had a hard time taking in positive feedback. And the funny thing about getting to know those patterns inside your head, which a lot of people call like brain noise and stuff like that. I mean, it, for me, it's just familiar thoughts. And the thing about it is just to let those thoughts be there. And that sounds so counterintuitive because, as I've talked about before, you know, our thoughts about a situation will create our feelings about a situation. And a lot of times we want to change how we think about something. You know, people will say, tell yourself positive affirmations. And a lot of times that won't work because your brain has gotten so used to an old way of thinking. So, you know, one of my thoughts was, I must be an awful person. And then the next day to wake up in the morning and look in the mirror and say, I'm a terrific person. That was not going to work because the old thought of I'm such a terrible person was such, it was so familiar and so believable to me that I couldn't just go to a positive affirmation. So that's one of the reasons why you just kind of have to let that thought be there and be aware of it as much as possible. And I promise you that this will happen. As you get aware and see the same patterns in your thinking and the same thoughts keep coming, coming up, there will be a point. And I mean, if you're really consciously paying attention to those thoughts when you get some sort of feedback, is you will ultimately get sick of this kind of the same brain noise. Be like, what? Okay, there's that thought again. And I noticed I just started to get kind of sick of it. Not in like, not in a negative way or in a judgmental way. And by means, don't judge yourself on the, if you're having a lot of negative thoughts, because you are part, that is totally normal, because our brain is designed to not only be familiar, but guess what, also negative. So not judging myself while I'm having those thoughts. And I, And I started to get kind of just 
bored, I guess, would be a better word instead of sick of it. Just kind of like, okay, there it is again. There it is again. There it is again. I think I'm a terrible person because I got this feedback. Or I think I'm a terrible person because I got this positive feedback. That's kind of interesting that it's still the same thought, whether that feedback was negative or positive. And once this happens, you'll notice that you won't take the bait that your brain is giving you. It's kind of a a weird thing. You won't go into that emotional overload of I'm a bad person and then hit into this kind of, yeah, I think think Brene Brown called it like the swampland of shame. You won't go into this kind of emotional overload of some of your negative thoughts. And then you'll just recognize that thought for what it is. It's your brain giving you what it, a familiar thought because that's what it's always done for a good majority of your life. And that's what it knows how to do. And so it's kind of like you're witnessing your brain thinking because you've become so aware and conscious of how you're thinking about feedback the things people tell you. And so then it'll become not as easy to slip into taking the bait of that thought and going into a negative space. And you can kind of separate out yourself a little bit and give that space, which, you know, a lot of people achieve that also in meditation to kind of create that space from all of that brain noise into then going into the emotional depths of it all. And once I was able to do this, I was able to see the feedback and other people's opinions for what they were. They were just words and sentences. And it was words and sentences that were coming from their brain and how their brain worked and what was familiar to them. And that's it. It wasn't anything to do with me. In fact, it was just a reflection of how their brain works and it doesn't mean that I dismiss somebody's feedback especially if you're in a formal situation where you are trying to learn and grow like I am right now in this class it doesn't mean oh because it's coming from somebody's brain and it's the way that their mind works and therefore it has nothing to do with me in fact the exact opposite can happen when that space is created when you don't take it personally you can see that it's somebody's opinion and somebody's perspective and you can look at it as just that their perspective and take the wisdom out of their perspective to help you grow and we often think that taking something personally and shaming ourselves and thinking oh we did bad or you know we did this wrong and all of those things that's that actually is what's going to improve us and take us to the next level of where we want to be but in fact removing yourself from that feedback, not taking it personally, actually allows you to receive the wisdom and see the contribution of that wisdom or the contribution of that feedback into your life. And not only will you be able to improve yourself from somebody's feedback and take that that nugget of wisdom from it, you'll also free yourself from the burden of other people's opinions. I'm going to wrap it up here, and I'll check back with you next week. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.